Welcome to the Panic Attack Recovery Podcast, an ongoing source of practical strategies and tips for anxiety and ADHD. We're a collaboration of former sufferers helping those currently struggling with anxiety, panic attacks, and ADHD so they can express their true competencies in life. Now, here is Matthew, your host. Generally, all of us have a bit of self-doubt, but some of us have a great deal of insecurity in our lives. This can really hold us back. In this podcast episode, I want to address this problem head on. I first think it is important, though, to look at a definition. Merriam-Webster Online Dictionary defines the word insecure in the following way. Not confident or sure. Not adequately guarded or sustained. Not firmly fastened or fixed. Not highly stable or well-adjusted. Deficient in assurance, beset by fear and anxiety. So that's a definition of insecure. But what does this really look like in life? When someone lacks confidence or often expresses self-doubt, this may be obvious at times. But often, this is not the case. Insecurity can express itself in a number of ways, such as erratic behavior, anger, anxiety, fear, saying things we don't mean. Example, filler talk. What I mean by filler talk is, When we don't know what to say, so we simply say something goofy or something we haven't really thought through. I'll give you an example. I knew someone who indicated she was actually quite shy, but she would always be very chatty when she first met someone new. She would sometimes over-disclose things in conversations. When we talked about this situation, I asked her if she was sort of making filler conversation. She agreed 100% that that was the case. She said that she felt silence was very awkward and she would usually say something just to keep a conversation going. What's the point here? She was anxious or insecure and she exhibited this compensating behavior. In other words, behavior that counteracted her shyness or anxiety in these situations, her insecurity. But we can all exhibit our own behaviors when we are anxious or I would submit feeling insecure. There even can be those who appear overly confident and sort of puff their chest, so to speak. And puffing their chests could be a way that they counteract insecurity. They may have been raised by a parent or parents who always told them to project their best selves. They in turn compensated for this potential insecurity by endeavoring to present their most obnoxious self to others. Not seeking necessarily to be obnoxious, but to compensate. They might justify their behavior by saying, if I don't act this way, then people will walk all over me. Another way to look at this is that they are insecure about being a victim who is somewhat taken advantage of, so they compensate with this obnoxious behavior. Another example that I saw in school was a child I knew at the time. It's a somewhat typical scenario that I'm sure we have all seen, especially if we think about it. This child would often pester other kids at school and he generally was never nice to anyone. It turned out that he was really just trying to gain the attention of his peers. His behavior was off-putting to others, but it did gain their attention. Of course, this behavior is not isolated to children. Adults may be somewhat more sophisticated in their techniques, but often an adult can be insecure and may seek validation by gaining the attention of others. Let me be clear, though. I'm certainly not arguing 
that everyone with these issues has a problem with insecurity, but it might be a factor for them to consider. It is important to really be clear that when I use the term insecurity, I am really thinking about it in its broadest terms. The bottom line, however, is that insecurity can lead to a range of behaviors that can differ across individuals. I now want to share some steps that I have found helpful. Spend some time considering whether insecurity might be driving some of your behavior. Are there alternative ways you can tackle some of those early experiences in life that may have led to insecurities or overcompensation because of them? Try carrying out cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, on those thoughts to see if there may possibly be some cognitive distortions associated with your early interpretations of life experiences. You can easily retrieve the step-by-step process of how to tackle these thoughts using CBT through past podcast episodes, videos, or by joining our free newsletter. Another option is to consider the theme of your dreams. What are the things you typically dream about? I'm not saying that you need to analyze the specific content of each dream, but simply to look for themes across your dreams. Are you often angry, fearful, anxious, just stressing over certain things, etc.? Ask yourself, what are the things that I am thinking about when I first wake up in the morning? Do my dreams perhaps align with the definition of insecure? Encourage someone you know who is close to you to listen to this episode and see whether they notice any behaviors that might be related to insecurity or compensation behaviors in response to insecurities. You really need to spend some time on these things. It is a process. Realize that insecurity is a natural part of everyone's life. It is when insecurity becomes an unhealthy force in your life that it becomes problematic. I like what Eric Maisel, PhD, wrote in his article, The God Bug Syndrome that someone can feel so grand and also very small, meaning one can be very confident and insecure. This is completely natural. However, it becomes problematic when one has a level of insecurity that is significantly interfering with their life. You have to be the judge on this, and you can do so by following the steps I mentioned earlier. You can learn to embrace your insecurities and move forward knowing they are natural for everyone. When you reach a pivotal point in your life and doubt hits you, it is often better to stay the course. Keep moving forward despite your fear or insecurity. This is powerful because it stops fueling insecurity and self-doubt. The more you stop pulling back, the more secure you will feel to face those challenges in life that we all have to face. Thank you for listening to the Panic Attack Recovery Podcast. Make sure that you have subscribed to our podcast and please comment and rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. All show notes and links are accessible from our website. Please visit our site and subscribe to our free newsletter at panicattackrecovery.com. All information has been provided for educational purposes. Please consult a healthcare professional about any disorder or condition and the applicability of any information provided in this podcast.